Hi, this is Maddie Rose, host of The Fame Game, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Lauren Spirer. She is 20 years old and went missing from Bloomington, Indiana, June 3rd, 2011 at 4.30 a.m. She is Caucasian, 4'11", 95 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. She was wearing a white tank top, a white button-down shirt, and full-length black spandex pants. If you know of Lauren's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline, 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Lauren, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hopiton, and today we will be talking about E.T. the Extraterrestrial, one of the 2013 Kids First search titles, Happily Never After, Won't Back Down, Trouble with the Curve, and Andre. So right now we are talking about one of the 2013 Kids First search titles, E.T. the Extraterrestrial, directed by the amazing Spielberg. Steven Spielberg, and we have with us Cheyenne. So, how are you today, Cheyenne? I'm great, thanks for asking. How about you? Very good, thank you. This is another one of my all-time favorites. What about you? Um, this is my, one of the best movies I've seen, too, so, yeah. Yeah, we have that in common. So, what is this film about? This film is about, um... This boy named Elliot, he just met an alien named E.T. And um, E.T. and like his other group of aliens are like trying to find all these stuff. Like, ooh, what the human way looks like. And um, suddenly E.T. gets, um, he didn't go on time on the alien spaceship, so he's stuck on planet Earth. And so oh. Elliot's, Elliot's little sister named, um, who plays... Um, who's played by Drew Barrymore. Uh, he was, um, she was amazing. I just love the way she acted. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, it's like they come down to Earth. It's almost like Chicken Little, I guess. So, like, yeah. the alien comes down to Earth and they forget to take him back up. Mm-hmm. So, I love Drew Barrymore. She's my favorite actress. Like, I, I, ju- I just love her. Is there any other talents that stand out to you? Like, him. Henry Thomas or Peter Coyote? Yeah, all the actors stood out because they're just so amazing. Um, especially Drew Barrymore because she was the youngest one. And uh, she was pretty good with her lines and stuff. I loved it. She was so hilarious. Yeah. Um, this was one of her first appearances in the film. So I think she started off good with her career. Yes. There are a lot of great scenes in E.T. Do you have a favorite one? I don't have a favorite scene. It's because I just am in love with the whole movie. It's just amazing. Yeah. I think if I had to ask myself that question, what my favorite scene be would be when um, Drew Barrymore um, dressed E.T. up in these little girl clothes. It was, like, really cute. So I'm just like, oh, yeah. aw. So I love that scene. Let's she talk thought about. E.T. E. was like a doll, kind of. Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, new toy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, let's talk about special effects. What did you think about it? I thought it was pretty cool how they added, like, an alien. And it's on Blu-ray, too. So, it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, Blu-ray is always awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, it's in Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, so clear. <laughs> <laughs> So, other than it's on Blu-ray and the aliens, were there any other highlights for you? Um, 
the thing that really stood out for me is um how like they put E.T. and Elliot's basket and when they ride the bicycle it's so cool because they like wrap him up in a towel he's like okay E.T. just stay in there <laughs> yeah with most kids that's one of their favorite scenes because it like shows the connection between them so I like that too yeah I've seen E.T. once or twice and what's the message you take home from this film or what message did you take home from this film well, since Elliot and E.T. are so connected, like, they don't have anything that is like, oh, um, I don't want to hang out with you because, like, blah, 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 this. No, they, they just, like, are automatically connected, which is just so loving. Yeah, so don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, that that to me, that's a great message because so many people don't use it like they're like oh she's she looks like a nerd i'm not gonna talk to her so i hate when people judge people mm-hmm. how is the background music to you the background music um i there wasn't a lot but it was pretty good it did match with the scenes but it didn't yeah. really like stand out yeah that's good it doesn't really it does it's not like really really loud or really yeah. really soft it kind of caught your attention Mm-hmm. You are listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and today we will be talking about E.T. the Extraterrestrial, one of the 2013 kids' first search titles, Happily Never After, Won't Back Down, Trouble with the Curve, and Andre. So let's continue speaking with Cheyenne. So Cheyenne, how is the cinematography in this film? It's amazing what I said about it's going to be on Blu-ray, so it's going to be so clear, and you can see every speck of everything, and it's going to be amazing. That's cool to have it in Blu-ray, because this this is the 30th anniversary for this film, so it's quite old, so it's nice to know that they restored it and put it in Blu-ray so that when kids watch it, it's not like, oh, this movie is old, I can barely see anything, and so it's nice they restored it. Yeah, because like they have kind of like cameras that go a little old fashioned, but now they have now technology is better, so they could improve it. Yeah, how's the acting in this film? It's amazing. Like Drew Barrymore, uh, like uh, she was, E.T. learned how to speak by Sesame Street, which is pretty funny. Because yeah. <laughs> she's because well, uh, she was watching Sesame Street, and then E.T.'s like phone and then you game was he's like mom 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 et talk uh and not et because she didn't want to mention him um she's like mom mom it talks he's like of course that mo- of course the tv talks honey <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like no i mean it talks i know That's, yeah like yeah. the alien talks <laughs> <laughs> so what genre do you think this film is um for all ages well maybe not for like two three and under because maybe the alien might creep the younger kids out and it might confuse them yeah i remember when i was little and i watched it i was like oh i'm kind of scared guys so how do you like is this a family film or a scary film or like a kids film it's a family and kids film um Maybe a tiny bit of scary because when it comes to E.T. and all these other people, and it's in the middle of the story, I don't want to spoil that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would I would give it that too because, I mean, for younger kids, or I mean, I'm not saying younger kids, but some kids have a hard time looking at aliens because they're like, oh, what if that happens to us? And they start getting nightmares. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's good to point that out to them. Like, if you don't like aliens, I don't think you should watch this film. Mm-hmm. This film is rated PG for brief, mild language. Can you tell us about any content in this film that a parent should be aware of before letting their child see it? Um, maybe a few words like, um, shut up or, <laughs> or this uh, um, other stuff. But, yeah, I wouldn't get, like, you know, five or six and up because... So younger kids don't always stay at school, and then they get in trouble, and then it goes in a cycle. So yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's like because you know how people like they watch stuff and then they automatically do it. That's good that you pointed that out. 
Yeah, like some kids, they see a show and then they like mock them and it has a bad word and then their mom's like, what did you say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they get in trouble for it. So <laughs> if you were writing or directing this film, would you add or take anything away? I wouldn't add or take anything away because the movie's amazing just the way it is. I know Steven Spielberg is such an amazing director and I wouldn't, t- I wouldn't do anything about his films. Yeah, I I reviewed a couple of his films, and he is a very good director. I think that he does a splendid job with his work. Yes. What age group do you recommend this film for? Like five and six and up, because like like what the language is and mm-hmm. some scary parts, which is from the middle. Do you think that parents can watch this with their kids? Oh yes, like this is a family film, so. Everybody in the family could watch it. <laughs> it's like, come on, everyone, gather around. I know, yeah, I watched it with my family the first time I saw it, so. And a few friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many stars would you give this film, and why? Oh, five stars, because it's <laughs> an amazing movie. You know, I wouldn't add or, or like, exclude anything out. Like, and there's a, such an amazing producer and director doing this film. So it's such an amazing movie. I loved it so much. Well, thank you, Cheyenne. Thank Thank you you. so much for talking with us and telling us all about the wonderful E.T., The Extraterrestrial, which is an all-time classic and is one of the 2013 film critic search titles. Check it out on DVD and Blu-ray. Let's take a break. I'm Brianna Hobiton from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critic Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up.
Welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we will be talking about E.T. the Extraterrestrial, one of the 2013 Kids First Search titles, Happily Never After, Won't Back Down, Trouble with the Curve, and Andre. Right now, I am interviewing Camille on the film Andre. So, Camille, how are you doing? I'm good. How about you, Brianna? Very good. Thank you for asking. I've seen this film a while ago. Can you please tell me what it's about? So, Andre is about a little girl named Tony Whitney who lives with her parents. Um, and her, well, she just has a, a giant family. Um, and um, they have an assortment of animals, and they decide to adopt um, a baby seal named Andre. And um, so Andre lives with the Whitney's for um, a couple years, and then um, some things happen, mm-hmm. and I don't really want to give the rest of the story away, so. <laughs> it's like, I'll just stop right there. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's kind of cool to have it as, like, you adopt a seal. Because not, like, people think of adopting kids and, ato- and adopting babies and stuff, but you never really think about adopting seals or, like, giraffes and stuff. So I know, right? How they just come out of the blue, like, yeah, we're going to adopt a seal, guys. Definitely. So what do you think about the performance of the actors? Well, I think that the acting was actually really good in this film. Um, Tony was actually played by, I don't know how old um, the girl who played Tony was, but um, she looked pretty young, and I thought that she did an amazing job. And um, I thought that um, her whole family were was, was really good at acting, and um, Andre... Um, who actually wasn't played by a seal, who was played by a sea lion. Mm. Um, and no, I guess I could call it acting. <laughs> I guess he did a pretty good job. And it's like, yeah, you did a great job acting like a seal, but you're a <laughs> sea lion. Ooh, mind blown. <laughs> so how was the interaction between the seal, Andre, and the humans? Um, he was a really funny um, character. He... um. If he didn't like something, he would um, he would stick out his tongue at it, and um, and he and he would um, like do like tricks by command, and yeah. he would let people hug him. I thought that it was I thought that their um, interactions were really cute. Yeah, I remember when I watched it, he was all, like, clapping his hands, I think, and then, like, yeah. like um, putting his nose away from things and doing flips and tricks, and everyone was cheering for him. I thought, I think that was a very good part of that film. It's, like, that's it's very sweet. Yeah. So, this is a true story. Is it easy to understand how it can be a true story? Um, in a way, not really, because, as you were saying before, um... It's a little bit weird to think about somebody adopting a seal because, I mean, sure, you can adopt, you know, dogs or cats or people, um, but a seal is <laughs> a little exotic. Yeah. It's like, because, I mean, I would think that too. It's like, is this really a true story? I mean, it probably is. Like, some people yeah. out there probably did adopt a seal, but, like, it's kind of hard to believe. Definitely. Yeah. So, do you have a favorite scene, and what is it? Um, well, my favorite scene in this film um, is when Andre is is um, is performing funny tricks in front of people on the pier. Um, I really like this scene because Andre was just adorable, and it was yeah. really funny. Yeah, I like all scenes, but if I had to pick one scene, I think, think this happened in this film. I watched it a while ago, but I think... He got too big for the tub. And yeah. Yeah, he got too big for the tub. And so I was like, oh, he's too big. So, yeah, I think that was my favorite, favorite scene. Yeah. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and today we will be talking about E.T., the extraterrestrial, one of the 2013 Kids First Search titles, Happily Never After, Won't Back Down, Trouble with the Curve, and Andre. So let's continue speaking with Camille. 
So, Camille, does this film want to make you do something to protect the marine life? So, like, if you wanted to give money to the marines or, you know, whatever kind of helps them. Um, yeah, I think that Andre really, like, I don't know, I've always been a little bit scared of, like, the ocean and stuff, but it, like, um... It kind of, in a way, made me um, realize that there aren't only, you know, scary things like sharks and jellyfish in the ocean. You know, there are also cute, nice, funny things, too. <laughs> it's like it's like there's sharks, which I'm afraid of, and then there's sea lions, cuddly, fluffy little things. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think when I watched this film, I think that after it, I was just like, I think I need to have a little bit more time or help them a little bit more because... Um, because sometimes people don't, like, they forget about what's in there. Like, all they think about is eating fish and eating seafood, but they don't really think about that there's things in the ocean that you're just like, oh, yeah, whatever, and they need help. So I think yeah, that's Yeah, definitely. Amazing. Yeah. I remember this as a heartwarming and inspirational film. What's the message that you take home from this? Oh, wow. Um, well, I think that a message is that... Um, Despite how much you love somebody, you may have to let them go. Yeah. I I think now that I remember it, I think that's I think that um did did put an impact on me because um you know the saying if you love them let them go and if they love you too they'll come back. Um yeah. I think that I don't I'm not sure if he comes back, but I think it is a real message that if you let them go, they will come back. Yeah. How many stars do you give this film? I actually gave this film five out of five stars because... Um, Who wouldn't? <laughs> I When I looked at the cover, um, actually I checked on IMDb, um, and when I... And, you know, when I saw the picture of the movie cover, I totally thought that it would, like, be for a much younger audience. Mm -hmm. But then I watched it, and I was just like, this is a really good, amazing, inspirational movie. Um... And also, I just thought that it was really um, well done overall, and the plot was really great. Yeah, because cause some movies, when I watch them, like before I watch them, I'm just like, ah, this is going to be too young for me, or too old for me, or I'm just not going to be interested in it. And then most of the times I end up watching it, and I just, I'm just like, wow. If I, if I kept with my decision to not watch it, I would have never known how much a good movie this would be. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What genre would you put this film in? Would you put it in family or comedy or Um, I would probably put it put sorry, put it um in probably a drama in a way. Mm. Um and I don't know, some parts were funny, comedic, so maybe like I don't know, like comedy, drama and and family, probably. Yeah. I mean, it was dramatic. I mean, some some things were like, wow, that did happen. And then I yeah. understand where you're coming from the comedy. It's like, oh, it's so funny. <laughs> and yeah. then where it has family because, I mean, there still is a message or a moral that you could call it. So I think every good family film or every good kids and family film has a good message or a moral. So I, I think I, I totally agree with you with that. Well, I totally agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think this film appeals to most? Um, probably to, um, I really don't, let me think about this. Um, I think that probably, um, appeal to all ages because, mm -hmm. um, it's, as I was saying before, it's a great family film and also it's just so heartwarming and I don't know. It's just an amazing movie, and I think that it was one of the. It's in my top ten. Um, <laughs> it's in my top ten, guys. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, if if I had to do something like if I had to put it in a age group thing, I think I'd put it to like six to thirteen because I mean that's where like I yeah. I thought it was mostly a family film, so I would put it in that. Well. That's all the time we have for this segment. Camille, thank you so much for talking with us about Andre. I agree this is I agree on being a 
good film, and I would love to watch it again. Andre is playing all month on HGNet Movies Kids Scene this month. Let's take a break. I'm Brianna Hobiton from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. And welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Vanny, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We have with us Anthony Aranda, and we are going to be discussing the movies Won't Back Down and Trouble with the Curve. So, Anthony, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, thank you. How are you? I'm good. So, first off, we're going to start talking about Won't Back Down. So, tell us a little bit about that movie. Well, this movie was pretty energetic. It's like... It's all about a mom whose daughter can't really read well, and she doesn't have a good school to teach her. So the mom goes up against the school, trying to make a new one to help her daughter out and to make her learn and be able to read better. Mm-hmm. What did you think of this movie? I thought it was pretty good. I, I liked how much emotion the mom had for the child. Mhm. And what did you think of the cinematography of this movie? Hmm. Trying to think. I don't really know what I could say about it. I I guess it was pretty good for the movie. It it was yeah. It it was good. Awesome. So, what do you have a favorite scene or a favorite character at all? Well, my favorite character is the mom because 
She cares so much about her daughter. She goes up against the school, does tons of paperwork, gets tons of people to join with her. Uh, I like the mom. And the favorite scene is when she throws this big, like, party to make for all the people who join in and for the people who want to join in. So, and then there's cookies, news reporters, t-shirts, and then they all have one ruler that they get. It, it's really good, cool. Oh, that's awesome. Well, it sounds really, really good. So, do you have a favorite character? Um, I kind of already said it. I said it was... Oh, I'm sorry. Do you have another another character that stood out to you? That's what I meant. I'm sorry. Um... I guess it was the teacher that kind of helped the mom because she also had a son that needed to learn his math. So she also went up against the school with her and helped her out a little in the movie. Mm -hmm. And is there anything that you might change in this film? Um, I don't really think so because right now... I'm not really thinking about it. I think the movie's fine. It's a really good movie. You guys should go out and see it. So I think it's good. And what age group would you recommend this movie for? Well, probably like five or six and up because some people might not really understand the point of the movie that much or the things that are happening. So... Five, mm-hmm. six, or up, and up. And how many stars would you give this film on a scale of one to five? I'd probably give it five. Why would you give it five stars? Did you just really, really like it? Yes, I did, and it shows how much they care for all their kids, and yeah, I, I thought it was really, really good. Awesome. And what did you think of the overall production of the film? The overall production, I guess, I guess there could be like a couple twists and turns, but I I still give it a five-star rating. Awesome. So did you relate to the storyline at all, or is there a specific character that you really related to? Well, someone that I would relate to is, I know that I would do that, that the mom did. If I had a son or daughter that wasn't reading well, and they also had a bad school, I would probably do the same thing just to help her out, make her learn better. I would do, I would probably relate to the mom. Well, that's awesome. And if you could be one character, even if you don't relate to them, just like a character that you would want to be, whether you thought they were funny or kind or anything, what character would you be? Well, there was a person who helped out the teacher and the, um, Mom, I don't remember the name, but it, it's like a music teacher who worked for this, for the other school that was working bad. He wanted to team up with them. Uh, I'd probably be him because he was pretty funny. Um, he did help out a lot. Uh, I probably would want to be him. Awesome. You are listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are reviewing Won't Back Down and Trouble with the Curve. So right now we are going to start talking about Trouble with the Curve, and we have again with us Anthony. So Anthony, tell us a little bit about this movie. Well, Trouble with the Curve is a really good movie. It's about, like, uh, it's like a baseball critic. It goes and checks for the best players, watches all the teams, knows all the players, So he's trying to, he's kind of blind, so he needs his daughter to come help him out. So they do really good and find out some really cool things during the movie. Awesome. And what did you think of the movie? I thought it was really cool because even though the guy, the old guy was blind, kind of blind, he could still tell if they were hitting right or couldn't hit the ball, he could always tell because he could hear. He could hear if they hit it wrong or not. I'm not sure how, but he could. That's so cool. That sounds like that would be, like, I don't know, very interesting. So do you have a favorite character in this movie? My favorite character 
is the um the dad of the little girl because he is an awesome critic. He is really, really funny, but he does get mad a lot. But I'm mm-hmm. still think he's still a really, really good character, and I really like him. Mm-hmm. And the main character is played by Clint Eastwood, and he's like super famous. So I'm glad that you enjoyed his performance because I was hoping that he did a good job in this. So, do you have a favorite scene? If I had a favorite scene, um, I, I don't really think I have one, but if I had to pick one, is when they were at a bar and then the girl, she was playing up against a guy in pool. Mm-hmm. She got to start and she already won the game before he got to hit it once. Oh my goodness. Wow. That's funny. So... What age group would you recommend this film for? I'd probably say like 9 or 10 and up because it is meant for an older audience. And I know some of the kids would fit is like won't understand what's happening. Doesn't really won't really understand it and won't really like it. So mm-hmm. 9, 10 and up. And do you think adults will like it, or, like, it's more of an adult movie than a kid movie? Yeah, I I think the adults would like it more, or teenagers, because it's mostly, like, an adult movie, older audience. Mm -hmm. So, mostly, um, like, adults or teenagers. I still liked it, but other kids might not. Mm -hmm. And is there anything you might change about this movie? I don't really think I can change anything. This movie was pretty good how it already is. I can't think of anything that I would change. Awesome. And if you could be any character in this movie, who would you be and why? Hmm. If I could be... Well, I can't really pick a character because all the characters were really good. And, I mean, I probably might relate to the old guy a little because some point in the movie this was really funny because that he ordered breakfast we all wonder what it would be and then somebody rang the doorbell and they said breakfast is here and a pizza guy showed up on the door oh my god i probably like pizza for breakfast so i probably I think everyone would love pizza for breakfast that would be awesome so i can definitely relate to you on that aspect so, what do you think are the biggest morals and messages that are put out to audiences? The biggest messages. One of them I'm thinking of is, like, don't just think whatever you see is true. It might be something you hear. Don't believe everything you see. That's something. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And is there anything else that you think our audience should know before they go see this movie? Well, just know that if you are bringing younger kids and if they do like baseball or kind of would like this movie, thinking about it, then I think you should bring them. But don't bring too young audience that doesn't really like baseball or doesn't really understand it awesome well anthony thank you so much for telling us all about trouble with the curve starring clint eastwood and amy adams so guys be sure to go check that out in a theater near you because it sounds very very interesting let's take a break i'm raven devaney from kids first coming attractions and you're listening to voice america kids Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. 
Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we will be talking about E.T. the Extraterrestrial, one of the 2013 Kids First Search titles, Happily Never After, Won't Back Down, Trouble with the Curve, and Andre. So right now, we are talking about Happily Never After, and we have with us Morgan and Cheyenne. So how are you? Great, thanks for asking. Welcome. And I'm doing very good. How are you, young lady, doing? <laughs> I'm Rihanna. doing very good. Thank you for asking. So, I have seen this film very recently. Can you please tell me what it's about, Cheyenne? Well, it's um, it's about this... There's a lot of storylines in this movie. There's one that... there's a lo- They make fun of all these fairy tales, so it's just pretty funny. And um, there's this wizard who controls all these all the fairy tales... And um, he has a balance from good and evil, and he has to make it in the middle. And he has two um, assistants named Monk and Mambo. Mambo's like the good servant, and the Monk's like the guy who's like, he's all crazy and stuff. And then there's Ella, short for Cinderella. Um, she always gets bossed around and bullied. It's kind of like the same thing, but she's way stronger than the regular Cinderella. And she is in love with the prince. And they're the dishwasher guy who who washes dishes for the prince. She has a secret crush on Ella and tries to save her through a lot of these journeys. Mm. I yeah, I, I think because I I watched it not too long ago, but I think that refreshed my memory a little bit. So Morgan, do you have anything to add with the plot, or did she pretty much cover it? There's a lot of crazy characters. <laughs> and That's great Mambo to point out. Is like, Mambo is Monk and Mambo are his assistants, and when they are left in charge, like the whole fiasco begins of every single fairy tale. I'm not going by the book, and everything is just weird. So Mambo is bored of these small fairy tales, and he wants to make things up a little bit. So his wish comes true when the evil stepmother steals the wizard's wands. Mm. So there's Cinderella's so, evil stepmother is really mean. Oh, as usual. 
So, what do you think about the performance of the actors, Megan? Morgan. <laughs> Sorry. I thought the performance was really good with the whole entire cast. They did a great job. That's good to have good actors. like Not good actors, but like good voices in the actors. How is the overall plot, Cheyenne? Um, there was a little bit too many fairy tales to keep track on. There was a big storyline, and like you have to have to like memorize the whole movie. We had to memorize the whole movie to get the whole movie, like to get it. And the, like it's a little confusing because it goes back and forth, back and forth. So that's something. Yeah, I agree with you. When I watched it, um, there was like I mean I didn't mind how it had, of course, Cinderella. And then, like, two or three, but then after a while, it just had, like, so many different storytells. I'm just like, well, I can't keep up with this. So I kind of got confused after a while. Yeah. Yeah, and they also had, like, the seven dwarves that they meet, and, and all the big bad wolves, goblins, and, like, giants, and more that you all enjoy from your favorite fairy tales. Yeah. Mm, that's good. Who do you think this film film appeals most to, Morgan? The Android. Wow. I think the Android is like five and up, or four, because this is really an understandable one that you'll really like for its family. It's comedy. Who wouldn't like it? You know, and every single story has a good happy ending. This one we're not so sure, and this is a both side. Like if you're sharing the goblins or the good princesses, who one do you want, who do you want to win is the question. And yeah. they have like you get to even choose your right menu at the beginning. It's like cool. Like would you like? It asks you all these kind of questions. Like, one question, and then you're on your way to your menu. Mm, that's good, how you did that. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hopiton, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we will be talking about E.T., the extraterrestrial, one of the 2013 kids' first search titles, Happily Never After, Won't Back Down, Trouble with the Curve, and Andre. So, right now, let's continue to talk with Morgan and Cheyenne about Happily Never After. So, Cheyenne, do you have a favorite scene? Yes, one of my favorite scenes is when um, um, Ella and um, Monk and Mambo meets the dwarves, and then, um, and then Cinderella, um, Cinderella, like, she controls the diamonds. They throw diamonds, which is crazy. Yeah. And then when it ended, the, the dwarf was so funny. He's like, wow, we try to teach Snow White how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like that scene because it's like they're throwing, they're not throwing rocks or, or I guess like big sticks. They're throwing diamonds. So I'm just like, see, I don't get that. Yeah. So, Morgan, how was the animation? The animation was incredible. Like, it actually looked real, like, this could really happen. Like, um, for Frida, the evil stepmother could just, like, control the whole entire universe. It's, mm-hmm. like, funny. She's like, oh, wait, the fate of the con- power of the whole entire kingdom? She's like, and she learned that from Monk and Mambo. It's like, and, like, Monk, Mambo, why did you have to do that? Um... With the animation, I thought it was kind of, like, real but not real. Like, if you get what I'm saying, you know how real characters are, like, people, you can see them mouth moving, you can see what they're feeling, like, they're actual people, and then with animation, it's just, like, hardcore. It's, like, kind of just colors and shapes. But with this, it was kind of in the middle, so that's what I liked about it. So, Cheyenne, are there any messages that you found? Um, not really messages, maybe, like, lessons. So Do you know what I mean? The, so what was one of the message you found? Lessons. Like, never be evil, always be kind, like <laughs> the stepmother. Uh, yeah. Evil. <laughs> yeah, it's like you just put evil across her head, just like, yeah, she's evil, guys. 
Another one of the lessons was be careful what you wish for. Yes, yeah. that's the one I got because she's like, um, like I don't know which one of the two Mambo or um I don't know, but he was like, oh I wish, I wish that um, I wish you that yeah, like twist. some things were worse or some things had to change, and then after it, he's like, yeah. <laughs> So mm -hmm. he didn't really want that, but he said he did. So, Morgan, do you think the majority of the people who watch this film will like it? Yes, I think they would definitely like it because it's for, it's really for a lot of people. Yeah. For me, I thought it was, like, for people who like Cinderella and who like fairy tales. I mean, because it was about Cinderella and it had a lot of fairy tales in it. So <laughs> that's where I got that. So, Cheyenne, if you were writing or directing this film, would you take anything out of it or add anything? Um, not really. Well, I might add, like, a little bit more parts because I thought the movie was a little bit, um, well, I mean, like, um, I would, uh, I wouldn't, I would take away some stuff because I thought the movie was a little too, y too long. Mm. Yeah. So, like, the unnecessary scenes you would take out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would do that too. I mean, like, with one of the two scenes, I just didn't figure out why they needed why that. Why they put it there? Yeah. Yeah. So, Morgan, what genre do you think this film is? Family film, kids' film, comedy? Comedy and family. Both of them, because it's really just comedy and family. Because it's really funny and it's really like family movie. Yeah. I think that too, because I mean, it did have a, it did have a little comedy, and it I think the main thing was the kids and family. So I think yeah. that I agree with you. Cheyenne, what age group do you recommend this for, like more specifically? Um, I would give it like um four to ten, mm. because um younger kids know fairy tales, and maybe older people be like really Cinderella. <laughs> You know? Yeah, I, I totally would agree. Four to ten. Yeah. I mean, or a oh, little and bit. Did you actually know that Michelle, Sarah Michelle Geller, and Freddie Prince Jr. are really married and they have a little girl who's three, and they just had a little new baby family member. Mm. Oh, cool. That's cool. So fairy, do come, fairy tales do come true no matter how the story is. Yeah. <laughs> So, really quick, one last question. How many stars do you give this film? Both of you. Uh, I would give it four out of five because, you know what I told you, the storyline goes back and forth, back and forth, which really confused me. Mm. I give it five because it um, was funny, cute, original, and it had all my favorites in it. That's good. Well, that's all the time we have for this show. Morgan and Cheyenne, thank you so much for talking with us and telling us all about Happily Never After. Thanks so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our video reviews of the latest film and DVD releases and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm Brianna Hope Beaton, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. See you next time. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. <laughs>